I'm doing this for the culture, for the Black diaspora here in the United States. It was really important to me that we're seen in the way that we want to be seen. Agency is a, is a huge, huge part of my practice. And the response from my audience has been a lot of thank yous. It's really important to me and it really touched me. That's Charles Lee on his photos documenting people working with horses. Welcome to Art is Awesome. I'm your host, Emily Wilson. I'm a writer in San Francisco, often covering the arts. And I've been meeting such great people that I created this bi-weekly podcast to highlight their work. Art is Awesome is now carried on KSFP LP, 102.5 FM, San Francisco, on Fridays at 9 a.m. and 7 p.m. You can listen live or stream it there. Curator and photographer Charles Lee has a solo show at SF Camera Work, Sweat and Dirt, documenting black ranchers and rodeo workers. Before becoming a professional artist, Charles had a successful career in sales. He was good at it, but he didn't like it. So he went to San Francisco's California College of the Arts and started working on the idea that was the seed for this show. To Charles, black cowboys and ranchers aren't exotic or unusual. They are part of Western culture. He sees his work documenting them as furthering the conversation of what it means to be American. And in Sweat and Dirt, up at SF Camera Work through February 3rd, his black and white photos show ropers, equestrians, and tattoo artists, or people just relaxing around horses. We met at SF Camera Work, and Charles talked about his grandfather's love of Westerns, being inspired by the work of LaToya Ruby Frazier and Oliver Lee Jackson, and how the response he's gotten to the show is gratitude. He also talked about his family's encouragement of his work. My cousin Julie, who's featured in one of these photos, she was like, you know, we need to get this story out there. At the time, in 2017, there were some white photographers that were covering this, but it, they were making it seem like it was a sensational thing. Like, I've never seen a black cowboy before. Where <laughs> where we're from, <laughs> that's pretty normal. Before there was a mascot for this job, black folks were doing it, you know, before there was this white, rugged Clint Eastwood or whomever, there were black people that were doing this job. So the goal was to get the story out there without it being sensationalized and just wanted to show like the kind of everyday, mundane, peaceful type of lifestyle. That lifestyle was one Charles was familiar with. His family, along with about 300,000 other black Americans, were part of the Great Migration from the South to the Bay Area. I've always kind of been around it in a way. I have family members that, you know, have land and had a great aunt that had a farm in Hayward. Uh, she was originally from Louisiana. Like my mother and my mom's from Louisiana. My dad is from Houston, Texas. So I have like country cousins, <laughs> I guess, that we would visit. Often my uncle actually had a horse in a stable in North Richmond. A lot of my family came during the great migration to the Bay Area, but with them traveled culture. So that being said, I feel like it's not 
too foreign here in the Bay Area, particularly like black folks, their ancestry to be from the South. So, you know, I, I would say I'm a first generation Californian because <laughs> my family is all from the South. So it's, it's not something that's foreign to me, but I was not a cowboy or <laughs> I may have ridden a horse when I was in Boy Scouts. And that, <laughs> that was about it. In 2023, Charles graduated from the California College of the Arts, where he earned several awards and scholarships. Now he teaches photography there. Earlier, Charles studied marketing at college in Maryland and worked in sales, but he was always interested in the arts. I guess you can say when I was a kid, I was the person that always had a disposable camera at every event and I was snapping away even in high school, in class. I still have prints and, and negatives from those times, but I didn't really take it seriously, I guess, until 2015. I was working at a sales job, making pretty good money, but I hated it. <laughs> so <laughs> I had always been an artistic person. I started out playing music. My cousin taught me bass when I was young. He was a superstar musician and prodigy. And so then I would like play in his band. I always had one foot in the corporate world and one foot in the artistic world. And then in 2015, I was 31 at the time, I decided to just quit my job. And I said, well, I'm just going to make it as an artist. Now, I didn't know what type of art at the time. <laughs> With my severance check, my last check there, I actually purchased a 135-millimeter camera, a Pentax K1000, and a consumer-level Canon T6i, and just started making photos until a friend tapped me on the shoulder, and she was the vice president of a real estate company. She liked the photos I took of her child's birthday party and said, hey, do you want a job <laughs> to take real estate photos? And that's that's really how it started, the digital camera and then street photography with the 35 millimeter. Charles likes using mediums besides photography. And along with photos, the show has an installation with bales of hay, a saddle, and a video. Charles has been exploring the subject for a while, including in a show, Been Here, at Cube Space in Berkeley, curated by Lila Weifer. It was uh, an installation featuring this video and then a, another video installation piece. And then prior to that, my, my thesis exhibition at CCA was also entitled Been Here, which this video piece was also in that. And it was a different installation, 15-foot vinyl cowboy <laughs> and a 3d like picket fence that was painted with the pan-african flag colors i called it my black picket fence charles started documenting oakland's black cowboy parade several years ago my cousin he's a zydeco musician zydeco is louisiana creole music often associated with country stuff you know we do line dancing there's that kind of stuff even though he like grew up here he was always back and forth between here and Louisiana. But that type of music draws a specific type of crowd, folks that are from Louisiana, which there are a ton here in the Bay Area. So we would go to the dances and people would be wearing cowboy hats and boots and stuff like that. And then, you know, he got booked to play Black Cowboy Parade at Oakland numerous years. So we would often go to support him there. And that just became a thing like, you know, just, just seeing that, lifestyle to me is kind of romantic, I guess. It's a romantic idea. My grandfather would always watch Little House on the Prairie. Like my grandfather just loves Westerns. So it was something that was probably in my subconscious for a long time. Along with a cowboy parade, there are also photos of a rodeo in Louisiana in the show. 
Another cousin introduced Charles to that. In 2017, I just started documenting the black rodeos and the uh, black cowboy parade in West Oakland. There's several images from that. And then I traveled to Louisiana with family and family friends that have their own ranch. And one young man, Alex Prudhomme, at the time I went in 2019 for Mardi Gras. And it was just, you know, kismet. I went to my cousin's house and they have a ranch and they house other people's horses there. And those folks, our family friends, were there at the time. And my cousin, Julie, who, who actually inspired me to make this work, we were there together and she she mentioned, she was like, hey, they call me Chuck. She's like, hey, you know, Chuck is a photographer and he's covering Black Rodeo. And the family friend was there and he was like, oh, really? Well, we have one tomorrow. Do you want to go? So some of these images came from that. The people in the photos on horseback, getting a tattoo or relaxing before the rodeo look at ease. That's because they are, Charles says. He mentions a man who's in a photo that hangs near the beginning of the show that shows him twirling a rope. Most of the time people are into it. Not most of the time, all the time, honestly. <laughs> like every person that, that you see in here that's engaging like with the camera and you can tell there's some sort of exchange there because some of these are candid photos of folks that I don't know at, at all, but they don't mind it. Like after the, the photo has been made, they don't, you know, there's no pushback, there's no issues. But some of these, like I've set up photo shoots with them. So I've contacted these people, like the one in the front, his name is, is Paul Kevin Jack. He's originally from Monroe, Louisiana, but moved to Castro Valley, California. And I found him on Instagram and I had photographed him a few years back, 2021. And then again in 2023 for this exhibition, over that time we became friends. So that's why like a lot of the subjects, like one of them is my cousin in, in this photograph. Another one is my cousin's husband. These folks look comfortable because they are, you know, there's some sort of relationship there usually. The main response Charles is getting to the show is gratitude. I'm doing this for the culture, for the Black diaspora here in the United States. And it was really important to me that we're seen in the way that we want to be seen. Agency is a, is a huge, huge part of my practice. And the response from my audience has been a lot of thank yous, <laughs> you know, and, and that really it's really important to me and it really touched me, you know, it's like, thank you, thank you. Like literally people have just been contacting me like, you know, thank you for that show, like, thank you. The photos are here in the marina, which, you know, you don't see too many black folks up here. <laughs> so, so like the opening, I felt like a marker of success was for there to be a lot of people of color in the space that you wouldn't normally see. And now like people know it's here. And, you know, I've had folks that weren't able to come to the opening, but then came later, you know, and they didn't even know the gallery was here necessarily. So. That was really the response from the audience that I intended to reach. This is the part of the show, Three Questions, where I ask the same three questions to find out more about the person. They are, when did you know you were an artist? What was some work that made a big impact on you? And what's the most creatively inspiring place in the Bay Area? For the people whose work impacted him, Charles mentions two. A photographer who did an acclaimed photo essay on the water crisis in Flint, Michigan, as well as an Oakland painter and sculptor whose work is in the Metropolitan Museum of Art, the Studio Museum of Harlem, and the National Gallery of Art, among others. 
When did I accept that I was an artist? I feel <laughs> would be would be the the proper question. I felt like I was artistic or an artist my whole life, but I didn't accept it until uh, 2019 when I was applying for grad school. I decided that if I was going to do this, I needed to embrace the fact that I am an artist and that is the life that's for me. And yeah, I just, you know, 2019, I think there was, yeah, I think it was when I actually got accepted into grad school. Let me take that back. That I really like believed that this was going to be a successful path. But I, I kind of always felt like I was going to be some sort of artist since I was young. I would always like explain to people like, I'm going to be a musician or I'm a producer, you know, I'm a music producer. Um, but with visual arts, it was right around 2019. Some work that has impacted me, I would say Latoya Ruby Frazier, for sure. Flint is family in three acts. That, that work was like really spectacular to me. I mean, all of her work to me is, is really phenomenal. And then, you know, an, another artist that inspires me, which you may or may not be able to see it in my work. I mean, this person is a painter, but Oliver Lee Jackson is a super incredible artist to me that I'm really inspired by the work, it's particularly like the abstraction, right? And not having to necessarily say, I'm a black artist and just making art and allowing like your, your lived experience to live through that art without having to put labels on it. For me, it's like everything I see is inspiring. Like I'm such a visual person, whether it be like me riding on my bike or taking public transportation just for the heck of it. I'm I'm really into just like lived experiences. I create stories in my head of people's lives when I see them. I, I'm definitely like a people watcher. So just the streets really, you know, like I started as I said, as a street photographer. So I'm, I'm really inspired by just the pulse of the city itself. And not just San Francisco, but like the entire Bay Area to me. And also like being in a natural element too is like, it's very grounding. Uh, I do like hiking. So Mount Tamalpais is a good spot, but also like even going out to Mount Shasta and places like that. I grew up camping. Something that I'm, I'm actually kind of diving back into now as an adult. So in the beach, <laughs> like, you know, so like even Pacifica going, going out there, these things kind of just in, inspire me. I'm, I'm somebody that is in my head a lot. <laughs> so if I get out and I'm like just walking the streets and, you know, meeting people, that's kind of what inspires me is just like making relationships and, and hearing people's stories and, and sharing stories with folks. Thanks for listening to Art is Awesome, a bi-weekly podcast. And thanks to our guest, Charles Lee. His show, Sweat and Dirt, is at SF Camera Work in Fort Mason through February 3rd. Please subscribe and join us next time when our guest is Andrew Wilson, an artist in Detroit, whose show Torn Asunder is at Jonathan Carver Moore's Gallery on Market Street in San Francisco. Art is Awesome is a bi-weekly podcast coming out every other Tuesday. It's created and hosted by me, Emily Wilson. It is produced and edited by Charlene Gotu of Gotu Productions. It's carried on KSFP LP 
102.5 FM, San Francisco, on Fridays at 9 a.m. and 7 p.m. Our theme music is provided by Kevin McLeod with Incompetech Music. Be sure and follow us on Instagram at Art is Awesome Podcast or visit our website. Till next time.